My name is Bob France. My name is Kevin Cuff. And my name is Jim Moss. And we have teamed up to bring you Chase, Chase the, Moon. the Moon. Chase the Moon is a 100-page graphic novel brought to you by these three geniuses. And we are coming to the internet to ask you to help us fund this project. A lot goes into making a book of this, this magnitude of the stature. So we're asking you for support. Chase the Moon is like West Side Story mixed with the stylization of the Warriors, the horror okay. sensibilities of the monster squad and a little bit of romance and beauty so everybody loves love nailed it you crushed it bro so we're gonna talk about rewards you can get all kinds of great things on our kickstarter you can get things like drew moss art piece of my soul <laughs> <laughs> We've got single-issue comic books. We've got graphic novels. We've got original art. We've got art from the book. We've got the cover. You can get a mystery box that even has original art. I'm going to give all my money to Chase the Moon. It's going to be great. That's going to be the new hot horror franchise. Chase the Moon is on Kickstarter now. Go to kickstarter.com and search Chase the Moon. Thank you. Find all you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Man, look at that giant box of moon pies you have there. That's impressive. We're saying he's sponsored now. <laughs> it's like a race car driver. <laughs> this, uh, dork guys tell him the gang before you got here. Uh, door trick listeners can go to boat. Uh, no, geez, <laughs> you <laughs> fucked it up. You, you fucked it up. You blew it. One job. No, go to moonpie.com and uh, use offer code boat race to uh, get a free sample. Okay, All right. It. Well, there, there you go. It's at boatrace.com. Let's see. <laughs> you're, you're entering dangerous waters there, friend. I think most people just think of it as, you know, like boats in the water that try to see which one gets the finish line first. Nothing sinister. Huh. There's nothing here. All right. Well, good. Well, let's change that. Okay. So, <laughs> so buy that URL immediately, boatrace.com. All right. So here's the thing. Okay. This is Dork Trek episode number 300. Okay. Whoa, boatrace.com. <laughs> this is episode number 300. Do we want to actually review the episode that we watched, or do we just want to sing our praises for like forty-five minutes and joke our beards and yeah, and and talk about the greatness that is the the Star Trek podcast and and the friendship and the and the wonderfulness and, and the beauty that is our relationship with the property, with each other, with with the star trek community in general or do we just want to talk about the episode it's up to you i don't care i think we talk about us as my vote and then we say otherwise we're going to keep bringing it up and then this was such a terrific episode that then we won't talk about the terrific episode as much and i only watched about half of the episode i can't lie to you lie i can't i can't lie it's been longer than a week for me because I kept forgetting when we record. So I watched it last Tuesday. Okay. And then we didn't record that night. So I was already forgetting it. And then I, by the next night, I have to like watch it again. I would say, now this is just my own opinion. Um, I don't know why there isn't a, uh, 
a Starfleet medical procedural television show? Mm. Well, I think what we're going to see. Uh, like that would be really that would be really great, right? Like, because a space ER, yeah, like like, like space. Now I'm not talking space house. I want space because I think this would be like the perfect blueprint for something like that. Like this episode, you've got like a, a a team of doctors and nurses and stuff that are like in the shit, bro. Like, because you can run it concurrent to like the the discovery war that they were in, and this is like a, a medical ship, and mm-hmm. it's boom, it writes itself, baby. Oh, so like uh, space mash, like they're yes. uh, yeah. they're in the uh, the demilitarized zone between the Cardassian Empire and uh, the Federation, and so the well, Maquis are fighting their little secret war, and they're this uh, mobile field hospital. No, I think uh, you could actually have it be a Starfleet ba- Starfleet based show. Uh, just base it in one of the many border wars that we don't know about. Yeah, because like they were fighting the Cardassian War for nine years. You know, and like, what is it? Four of off those screens were, yeah, were off screen. And this was supposedly a pretty major war. But I think it's just the Federation is so big. That's what she said. That, <laughs> that um, they don't, it's like, yeah, we've got like four different concurrent wars going on. And it's only when it's like the Klingons or the Romulans. Yeah. That they like remember and notice. Hey, that's right. We are at war. It's almost like the United States and Afghanistan. Like, that's right. We are still over there. That's so weird. Wow. Like, kids who were born on 9 11 will be able to fight in the war about 9 11 soon. That's awesome. We have a different definition of walls. <laughs> war is cool kids war how long is it for but yeah um i also think maybe the uh the role-playing game maybe you guys will end up because you have several well you're a you're a psychiatrist doctor uh dennis you're a you're a counselor jenny's an actual medical doctor maybe you guys will end up in the shit bro maybe this episode will be a uh uh a precursor to something that's happening counsel all the people who shoot themselves in the foot <laughs> <laughs> No, don't talk about the episode. Don't talk about the episode. No, I'm talking about it from Platoon, the guy who stabs himself at the end of Platoon so he can leave. Go yeah, home. but it also happens in this episode. Yeah, I know. I thought it was like Space John Kerry or something. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. See, don't besmirch him. He never did something cowardly to get out of action. Space Swift boats! He was more of, uh, in my opinion, more of a Frank Burns type with the... Uh, Got his purple heart for the shell fragment. Yeah, right. He was uh, windsurfing down the Mekong Delta. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I'm willing to say that Vietnam was a totally different type of warfare than you know what we were used to or ready for. So I'm not going to judge that generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all drafted. No, no. A lot, of people, a lot of people joined up, and I'm like, really? You, you, you've seen the news footage, and you're sign, signing up. Well, well played, sir. Thank you for your service. America. My dad signed up. Fight for America. Uh, my, dad, my dad joined the Navy so he wouldn't have to get drafted into the Army. That was his, really. that was his plan, which pretty smart. He's like, I'll be on a boat in the ocean. Like That seems much safer than... All them Viet Cong ain't got none of them boats. They can't swim. My dad enlisted in the Marines. It's like, what are you thinking? <laughs> so after his first, after his first term, he uh, went into the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> <Why stop? laughs> 
I said, this was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually think that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, the logic behind Navy is sound because that was my logic. They're not shooting at me. They're shooting at the big gray thing and plus Star Trek. But then... Um, plus Star Trek. Mainly um, Star Trek. Just Star sorry. Trek, but it's on the water instead. Yeah. Well, it's water I'm Trek. Sorry. It's uh, working cetacean ops on the uh, USS Enterprise or something like that. Water well, Trek. The Eisenhower. At least we have, a, you know, or had a USS Enterprise when I joined. That's yeah. true. Air Force, uh, you guys got Space Command, but you ain't got no uh, Enterprise. Yeah, not for long, man. It's going to be its own service. Oh. The Space Force is going to be. That's the dumbest shit. <laughs> Space Force. So what were you guys doing 300 episodes ago? Oh, man, we were, uh, you know, I don't know. It's been so long. It's been such a long, strange trip. But I remember, and I say this all the time, I, Jenny and I were at a bar one night, and I told her, I was like, I, I told her. I've told this is how I, I told her I was like Jenny. I've been watching so much Star Trek. I want to do a Star Trek podcast. Would you want to do a Star Trek podcast with me? And she was like, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and that was like the first time that the, I guess I uttered the words. And I, Dennis, I don't know how you got involved. I think we had talked about Star Trek before, but the podcast came up on your old radio show. Yeah, and, and I think so it I, came I, up. I, think I texted you. I was like, Hey, I'd like to do it. And it came up first as like the the LARP idea. We were just gonna like that was when we were gonna That's go right. play laser right. tag and we were gonna wear the uniforms and go run around town acting like assholes. I which remember we eventually you guys, did. I remember you guys posting pictures and I was jealous. Yep, because mm-hmm. I couldn't play and, and I had we, a uniform and everything. And we took that idea and we just ran around like assholes on the internet, which is <laughs> kind of the same. But yeah, like we had the uniforms and we were all about it because my daughter was born many years, eight years ago, and I was just watching Star Trek in the office and I was watching so much Star Trek. And at that point, I was kind of frustrated with my radio career because they weren't really let us doing a lot. And I was like, you know what? I want to start a podcast, like a companion piece to my show. And maybe people who like the radio show, like Star Trek will listen to it. And I just want to review Star Trek episodes. And everyone thought that was a terrible idea. And look at us now. You're living the dream. Living the dream. Let me tell you what this podcast has done for me. When I first came, I think like episode three, I literally could not afford to go to the store and buy a moon pie. (laughs) But now I can buy the big box. You have a box of 100 moon pies. How long is it going to – is that 100 moon pies? Or or is that 100 years of moon pies? No, it's 100 years of moon pies. Okay. This is the 24-pack. Okay. Now, how long – 100 moon pies is not going to last him 100 years. Yeah, I don't know. But how long is it going to take you to eat 24 moon pies, Ben, if you don't mind me asking? Well, let's let's go ahead and see. Got these (laughs) this afternoon and – you, you oh. got you. No, there's no way you ate 24 moon pies in an afternoon. I you, believe it. You'd be Stink dead. Decker. Yeah, you'd be dead. You would be. You'd be dead. Like you no, would be speaking no, this, to your corpse. This is literally. Um, this is the remnants. I ate the last two uh, this afternoon, but that was what I ate this weekend. I spent oh, the okay. literally. I spent the entire weekend with a glass of milk, a box of moon pies, and Red Dead Redemption Two on PS4. I guess you're not yeah. lactose intolerant, are you? No. Well, well if I were, nice. I, life I would have found out. <laughs> <laughs> now, even that, e- eating the uh, entire box and drinking a gallon of milk over the course of the weekend, I lost 
three and a half pounds. Wow. Oh, okay, I'm going on the diarrhea. Diet. Just, from, just from shitting. It was yeah. all just shit. No, I mean, it's just I, I didn't eat anything else. That can't be healthy or good. Now, now this is what you were doing while because while we were playing Star Trek over the weekend, you were. Just, I was eating moon pies. Yeah, I remember that. So. Yeah. All right. That's what no I do now. Uh, it's it's the new moon pie diet. And uh, that that's all I do. Ben, you're moon not pie it. You're gonna die. Like, please don't do this to yourself. Well, look, 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 I'm just saying. Let's see. It's uh, each each one because one serving is one pie. Uh, I'd show you one, but. As I said, they're gone. Um, 220 calories per. For one moon pie? For one moon pie. So 220 times uh, 20. So 10 of those is your uh, over your daily allowance of calories, the recommended yeah. daily allowance. Yeah. And I had 24 of them. And how many? How much sugar is in that? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's not even the. How many calories from fat? Calories, let's see, total fat is 8%. Uh, four grams of uh, saturated fat, zero trans fat, zero cholesterol. Oh, well, oh so well, good for you. Got that, you got that going for you, which is yeah. nice. 75 milligrams of uh, sodium. Okay. Oh my uh, God. Total carbohydrates is 40 grams. <laughs> um, dietary fiber is less than one gram. There should be more fiber in moon pies. Uh, I am total, total, total sugars, 20 grams. Which includes 19 grams of added sugars, <laughs> uh, three grams of protein. You're just gonna die. High protein. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, look. Look. Just literally a seven to one ratio of sugar to protein. Yes. <laughs> now on, when you want a moon pie, just go to the just go to the gas station and buy a single moon pie. Don't. There, there's no need to buy 24 of them. I, I tried to do that with, um, and they're not even delicious, which is the weird part. Oh, they're absolutely delicious. No, they taste the like first, so, they taste like. I would say the first one after a while is delicious, and then, like when you start I, eating yeah. too many of them, it does lose its appeal. Like I felt that way about the about the little Debbies that we famously binged on this show. Like yes. that first bite of little Debbie was like, wow, that's so good, and then after that, it was like, yeah. eh. Yeah, I could do it. It might be because you're chasing the dragon too. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> when you had that first bite, the, the high is so sweet. Yeah, it wasn't even get it back. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I mean I can't, I can't really say anything because after Halloween I got a bunch of uh, candy corns and I literally had to put switch them out with baby carrots so I would stop eating the candy corns. <laughs> Did you just paint them like white and yellow? Yeah. stripes so they look like candy corns but it's like oh but they're they're good for me now yeah. i gotta stop eating this <laughs> i just noticed your uh, um, jenny's dalek i just noticed its uh location up on the shelf that that's pretty awesome yeah over there oh yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah watch out oh he's guarding my my living room i haven't cleaned up the shelf yet of course, this is only for the video Patreons or whatever, but yeah, buddy, it was super cluttered up there. I was like, let me just throw every, everything on the floor real quick for the recording. It looks wonderful. Are you in your living room right now? Yeah, I rearranged everything. One of I our one of our many uh, recording locations from the past. Yes, I think my favorite one of my favorite recordings of all time was the the time y'all came over and I made the Earl Grey tea, and we all act <laughs> stupid and goofy. High. 
Yes. Yeah, we, we were acting like we were high teenagers on Earl Grey freaking tea. I don't know what happened, but we were also giggly and stupid that day. Yeah. I should have made some tonight. You know, I, think, I think that was the night of Master P Theater, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's weird because when I go back and listen to the old episodes, like, I'm surprised how poor they sound considering we were all sitting in one room together. Like, the podcast now, since we started using Zoom, sounds infinitely better than it ever did when we were all sitting together in a room on a board. And I just find that so odd. Well, that board, uh, I have the same one and uh, I think Justin has the same one too. And they just, they lose something over time. Like, yeah. I don't know what happens to them, but uh, they get static in them and just any, you know, drop of water, beer, whatever gets spilled in it. All of a sudden now it's got problems, you yeah. know? Like an know. alcoholic mixer. Because I just, I love the way the podcast sounds when I listen to it at the gym, just to check it out to see how we sound. And it's just, it's really fun. I really enjoy it. Like, I still enjoy doing this show. And that's, I think that's the best part about it. Like, that's the most fun aspect is that, like, I look forward to this every week. You mm -hmm. know, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, so much so that we started role playing together a Star Trek game just as, like, an excuse to hang out more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so the role playing this week. Well, I guess this is not. This is only for us, <laughs> and eventually people who are subscribers. But it's been fun. But I, we we really didn't get anywhere this week. <laughs> but I had so much fun listening to it. Like I was like, <laughs> you guys were talking about everything. I was like, this is awesome. Like you guys are really enjoyable to listen to as players. Let's fuck up all of Bob's plans. That's 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 <laughs> the whole point. I mean, that's the whole. That's what you know. Game running is like when you're running a game, like. You're never going to do all the stuff you want to do, and the game's going to go off in different directions. As soon as Dennis was like, well, do you think we can tweak the engines to make us go faster? And I was like, oh, shit, let's go. And then that <laughs> was it. Up. Yeah, like, <laughs> all right, go have fun with it, you know? Um, I thought it was a great game. I really enjoyed just listening to, like, the conversations and you guys trying to figure things out and piece things together. Like, I thought it was cool. I need to start wearing my uniform just to get in the, the spirit and yeah. like it into that was another thing we did 300 episodes ago and we didn't even have fucking video back then no we just did it just to do it <laughs> we just wore, to be we, dumb <laughs> yeah it was the audio pod audio only and we wore uniforms at every recording mm -hmm. even yeah. at uh, the wild wing cafe yep starbucks yeah that was one of my favorite the atlanta bright company was the uh <laughs> the starbucks recording and after we, we recorded, and I think there's some pictures from that day that uh, I think mm -hmm. took that day. But after we recorded, we were walking back out to the cars and the actual tactical officer from the United States Navy uh, carrier, USS Enterprise, runs up to us in the parking lot <laughs> and was like, can I get a picture with you guys? And I love that. It was like the TAO is up there going, hey, 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 no. I, I, I'm from the Enterprise. Dude, those guys are fucking weirdos. Like, what are they doing here? And like, they would, we would just sit outside Starbucks in our uniforms. Just, yeah, and record. Just talking. Just yeah. recording things. I, I think the Wild Wing Cafes were good ones. Uh, yeah. We had just random people walk up and yeah. want to talk on the mic. Because people see a microphone and, and they get stupid. Just yeah. quick. Drunk Some people pe walk up, see people wearing Star Trek uniforms talking into microphones, and they can't help themselves. I mean, well, I, 
I, to be fair, if I was drunk uh, and I saw a bunch of people talking and microphones wearing Star Trek uniforms, I would want to know everything about this. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? How can I get involved in this? You Where can I get the drugs that you guys have? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or am I that drunk that I'm imagining seeing people dressed up <laughs> as Star Trek uniforms? Did I travel through time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love it. We'd, come, we'd go to trivia and uh, do trivia night. You guys would wrap that up, and while you were finishing up, we'd all run to our cars and get our Starfleet uniforms, put on the uniforms, and then come back out to record. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, this, this is my life now, and this is the new normal. I mean, this is what people do, right? Y'all could do that because you just had the shirt, but I had the freaking, like, jumpsuit thing. Yeah, you had like, the one. The zipper. Why don't you just get a, a boy's uniform? Like, why does it matter? I probably will. I, like, I, I think I've outgrown my, my lady's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine doesn't fit anymore. That, uh, I was going to actually wear mine in honor of the uh, 300, and it was just like, it just don't quite go down as much as it used to. Now, what happened? I don't know. I guess it's that box of moon pies, Benji. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> Many more like it. You know? But, we're like the uh, season five cast. Yeah, we're, like, we're all like season five. We're all season six data. <laughs> I'm not an android because... <laughs> well, I was reading in the book that we were reading. I guess... um. In the second part of it, they were uh, there's a part where uh, I guess it's the Voyager section. Ben, did you get that far? Where oh, yeah. where Kim is getting made fun of by Brendan Vega because he's like, "Hey, you guys are a bunch of fat slobs." <laughs> oh, <laughs> he said, "It's not this. This show ain't called Pigs in Space. It's called Voyager." <laughs> <laughs> we need to. Uh, while I can still remember most of that book, we were supposed to record uh, our thoughts on the book. Yeah, we could do that this weekend. Yeah separate thing yeah got all about that yeah because i don't have any i don't think i have anything saturday so if you want to do something saturday okay Nerds. i got the kids but you know well, yeah but all I right mean, jenny mm -hmm. <laughs> just jealous. Well, for friday we have stuff with dennis and i are playing dungeons and dragons so now that's some nerd shit yeah my gnome wizard I've been so waiting to play this character. We, I created it, what was it like three months ago? Months ago, because we, yeah, we were supposed to play with a different group of people and it just fell through the DM. I don't know, he had something come up or whatever. But I built this awesome gnome wizard character that I wanted to play. And now I'm finally going to get to play him. Yeah, I'm excited because I've never run a game before. I've never run a D&D &D game before. So I'm super excited. I'm a little nervous, but at least we'll have uh, that guy Gary there who seems to know what he's doing. And my friend John, who is, uh, he used to run a fourth edition game that I played in. So at least I'll have some experienced DMs. But I'm really excited. I think it's going to be cool. Good deal. And you guys are running fifth edition? Yes, we're going to play fifth edition. I've, I'm still watching uh, this one guy's video series on uh, YouTube. He talks a lot about different role-playing games that he's been parts of, and and D and D is you know obviously a big part of it because he sticks to that you know genre mainly. Mm -hmm. And some of the adventures or misadventures, it's just like, especially with GMing, where you like we were talking about earlier, where you you put all this effort into one thing that you know, it's like, okay, do you know do this one thing. Or there's something you don't want them to do, 
And then, of course, that's the one thing that everybody yeah. gets to. Yeah. Well, I was re I've been reading like a lot. Tinker with the engines. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I've been I've been reading a lot of like blogs and listening to a lot of like podcasts and watching videos about DMing and game running and like uh, someone was like just ten percent preparedness and like ninety percent improv and just go with it and like whatever, man. Whatever happens, happens. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. I should take an improv class. Like Michael Scott. I have a gun. <laughs> so, yes, and yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, here we are. It's been a it's been a long and fun and great journey, and I'm just super excited. Super excited. Long road getting from there to here. Been a no. Dennis is you know, shaking. You know what the unfortunate thing is? Mm -hmm. This is actually our 301st episode. Why is that? Oh, the gee episode. The gee episode. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, gee episode, the gee episode that we lost. That was I will never forget the gee episode. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Were we using Zoom at that point? Or? No. That was pre Zoom, wasn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I, was, I wasn't on that episode, I didn't think. Well, if it's not on it, then Ben doesn't matter. No, I don't think you were. I think it was. Who was it? It was. It was you, me, and Manny. Yeah, maybe. Well, Manny's pre Zoom. Is Manny? No, Manny Manny, Manny was here during Zoom too. Yeah, Manny was here during during Zoom. He would Zoom call it on his phone, lay on yeah. his bed, half naked. Oh, yeah, that's, and like he would like sometimes just put his gun on his chest. I like to think that Manny stopped. I would like to think that Manny stopped doing the show because he wasn't interested in Deep Space Nine. Not that he wasn't interested in us anymore. <laughs> I think that he's on the run. Yeah, <laughs> he's starting a militia someplace. Whereabouts unknown. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, got a girlfriend that's why yeah i know that i know that yeah his girlfriends usually don't like me that's because you're too like them either. it's because you're too handsome no it's because i called them names well that's well that was just that <laughs> one and she deserved it but it is because you're too handsome you're too attractive and now they hate you because they know they can't have you because you're not interested in what they have and like your magics don't work on me yes you're Terrible tricks no longer work on me. I'll temptress. <laughs> God, I can't even, my my fucking Lord of the Rings lore is so fucked. I can't even remember the fucking king's name. Rohan. No, Rohan because he had wormwood in his ear. The king of Rohan. Yeah. Oh, Theoden. Theoden, Jesus Christ! Look at Jenny. Jenny, you're like Stephen Colbert. Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's Colbert. Have you been to the? I bathroom in my house i, I have and, <laughs> I, and frodo baggins watches you pee and it's the hottest thing he does one does it, not it simply always... pee into mordor <laughs> every time you look up and you make eye contact with frodo and you're just like you can't help but make eye contact yeah. he's right there praying your soul. For your dick. yes <laughs> do you like so what... hard in that bath i mean nothing <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pooping and I would look up in the mirror and then you could see behind you and he's looking down at you as you're pooping in the mirror. Do you like what you see, Frodo? Yes, yes. Poop for me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Pull my finger, Samwise Ganji. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna watch that this um this Thanksgiving. I always oh, watch a yeah. I always watch a movie series and uh last year it was Indiana Jones, which was why I watched th three indie movies and that was really fun. <laughs> I was gonna oh, ask, yeah. did you watch oh. the Told you. We watched all three of them. 
all three. Get some of those uh, young Indiana Jones adventures. Yeah, that was a great show. Yep. Did you ever see the one where they finally got Harrison Ford to show up? No. Yeah, it was set in the fifties, and uh, was he in a was he in a refrigerator? He was not, (laughs) and um, he was in you know older Indy, obviously, but he uh, meets up with I think he was had a motorcycle and was teamed up with a Native American dude. Huh, that sounds and cool. Were, and they were fighting racists in the 50s. That sounds awesome. Like, I would watch that. Yeah. It's, it, like I said, it was the one time they got him to, to show up for the, the series. Kicked the racist off a bus in Selma, Alabama and said, no ticket. No <laughs> ticket. I would totally watch that. Like, that sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, the series overall, I, I always hated whenever they would have the kid, the little kid episodes. But you still had to watch it because yeah. it would tie into teenager indie episode. Mm-hmm. But oh man, that was a good series. It just proves how good that last movie was. Yeah, that last movie was great, dude. There, yeah, that's I I, I waver and kind of waffle between favorite. When they indie ride and, off into the sunset. Yeah, like I love. I mean, I love all three of them are great. Like they all have like a special place, but for some reason it's just last crusade. is just so wonderful. That was my favorite too. And I think it's maybe one of those things where like it came out like at the time that like we were kind of teenagers and that's kind of like when you, when you hit with like all of your favorite movies and all of your favorite music and all that, like it was the perfect era for us at that point. Plus Sean Connery is awesome. Yeah. I remember as a kid, seeing that in the theater for like the third time and the theater was packed and like yeah. me and my friend sat on the floor like we just sat on the floor of the movie theater <laughs> like yeah there's no seats but like we're just gonna we're just gonna watch it because it's amazing and like i dude uh, yeah last crusade's dope i mean the first one's amazing too uh i just the set i even i even truly enjoyed the second film we had temple of doom on vhs yeah, and so that's movie. the one i watched the most as a kid so it oh god place in my heart temple of doom's a great movie it is i just i hate that they made it a prequel i don't know what the logic behind that was is temple of doom a prequel yeah it's it's 1936 and i thought indiana jones uh the temple of uh, temple of doom was a prequel raiders of the lost ark was 1939 was it yeah i didn't um, know that my my friends and I spent way It says time the screenplay. Does. Okay, uh, let's see. Nice try, Lao Shea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was a prequel. Even if it was, I don't care. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I love the uh, the sleigh ride in the. I love Doctor Jones. Short round was so great in that movie. Yeah, short round was great. Do we get an adult short round anytime soon? I'd watch that. Indiana Jones and Yeah, what did Indy do during actual World War II? I mean, he was fighting Nazis before the war. He went to Canada. Uh, <laughs> when the war actually starts, he's like, oh, I was looking for... Uh, I belong in a museum. That's what he kept saying. <laughs> My yeah, bone exactly. spores are acting up. <laughs> well, I got some bone spores. I can't do that. He joined the Navy, so he wouldn't have to actually go yeah. fight. <laughs> 
Okay, so here, okay, that's the question. What, which branch of the military would Indiana Jones join? Were he to join the military? The punch and Nazis one, I guess. He'd be in the cavalry, right? Like when, he, like he's a horseback riding dude, isn't he? Yep. Kind of. I would probably think the army, right? Because I would think just because his, you know, his uh, predilection to punching Nazis, it would have to be army or Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. He'd be punching the shit out of some Nazis, Jack. And the Marines, like, well, I guess they were, it, it just feels like army was more of the European theater and Marines were more of the Pacific theater. Yeah, I don't, he doesn't really Even seem though they like were in a, both. He's more of a, a. I would think he would be an OSS agent more than likely. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And uh, like Operation Paperclip and stuff. When yeah. They were trying to capture the, the German scientists at the end of the war. Like, I, I could see that. Like mm-hmm. that. That would be cool. Uh, speaking of, have you guys seen the previews for that movie Overlord? Yeah. That's, yeah. That I'm shit, glad I saw the previews before I watched the movie. That shit looks dope. Or is it just me? Just well, me? It, I, I heard mean, it's really loud. It's loud? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm out. Like, I guess it starts right in the middle of, uh, I guess they're on a plane and their plane mm-hmm. gets shot down or something. Okay. I don't know. I so it's were... like, you know, it's, it's like the beginning of uh, Saving Private Ryan. It starts off in a battle. It's loud. Well, I, I thought it was that. I thought it was the same battle as. Uh, it is because it's D Day. It's basically, Jenny, what happens like you got these officers that are on a plane during D Day and they crash land behind enemy lines and like they're looking to knock like a radio transmitter out of like a fortified church. It's kind of like that episode of Deep Space Nine. But I guess what. <laughs> Which is kind of, I just thought about that, weird. Uh, and they get there, uh, but I get... J.J. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams, weird, right? So they get there, and I guess they're all like werewolves or some shit, and it's like Nazis versus werewolves. But I think it may be in the Cloverfield universe. Like, I'm not sure, but it looks it looks fucking cool. Oh, that'd be interesting if it's in the Cloverfield universe. I've heard it But may- isn't, it, isn't the Cloverfield universe aliens, though? Mm. I think so. Ten Cloverfield Lane? Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard Ten Cloverfield Lane was really really good. That actually was really good. I didn't like the first Cloverfield that much, but Ten Cloverfield Lane was really good. Yeah, I don't yeah. like those found footage film. Like they made me sick. Mm-mm. I can't handle mm-hmm. the. the <laughs> yeah, it does look like this is in the Cloverfield universe, from oh, what I can tell. That's interesting. So I'm now, not was sure. Super like also in that universe. I think so. How many movies are in that universe now? Five? Well, you've got the three Star Trek movies. You've got the... No, we're talking about Cloverfield, you psycho. Well, yeah, because the Jar Jar Treks are... <laughs> that's, that's how we get to that universe. That's how we get to the Star Trek future. So it's just a universe of monsters, basically. I guess. But monsters cool. and aliens? Is there it's like cool. a monsters versus aliens type of thing going on? I don't know, but we'll figure it out, I guess, right? Like, I guess something's got to What's happen. your end game, Abrams? Tell us what you're thinking, Abrams. <laughs> well, you're, if you make a guess, that guess will probably be right, but then he and the writers will deny it for years. No, mm-hmm. man, you're wrong. And, and then in the last, epi- in the last <gasps> movie, it'll actually be the thing that you guessed. I was just about to say, like, I'm looking it up, and somebody said that um, – it was initially supposed to be a prequel to Cloverfield, but then he was like, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. But then like immediately right after that, it, like a whole bunch of people saying like, okay, so because of this and this and this, like a bunch of things that I don't understand or know about from the rest of the universe, um, is this 
Cloverfield universe now. So like they've obviously tied it together in some way mm. that makes J.J. Abrams a giant fucking liar again. So, okay, because there's Cloverfield, there's 10 Cloverfield Lane, there's that other movie the that's Netflix. on, that Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard that was bad. Yeah, I didn't see that one. And then this one. So there's four films in the Cloverleaf universe. So Super, eight, Super Eight's not part of the universe? It's. It looks like it's debated. So, I never saw Super 8. Like, I just didn't. It's not bad. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That, that seemed more nostalgic. It was almost like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It had that vibe to it because, you know, oh, it was kind of. Uh, like uh, E.T. kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. vibe a little bit that homage to that era so my, that's what we're doing now my daughter asked me if she could watch stranger things and i was like no because it's too scary and i don't think you'd get any of it like i guess she, she would i don't know i mean who knows but she was like can i watch that i was like yeah the, the twins watched it they're 14 yeah my daughter's eight I, yeah <laughs> and, but the twins watched it and i was trying to get them you know the hype on it and they were just like yeah whatever but it's just like, no, I was, okay, they're your age. This movie's about me! But when I was your age, yeah, that was when I, I mean, I'm literally the Like, I was watching age. Aliens when I was eight, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I worry about that sometimes. <laughs> it's like, I, I took Daniel to see uh, the Halloween movie, the new Halloween movie, right? And he's the youngest, but he, he's 14. And I was like, God, you know, is he ready for Halloween? And then I'm thinking, wait a minute, when I was 14, I had already been pretty deep into this horror movie shit. So. Yeah, like how old how old were we when we watched like Nightmare on Elm Street the first time or uh, Friday the 13th or something like that? Right. It's just, like seven. I, I wish I'd written that. <laughs> seven. Yeah. I mean, I was watching Saturday Night Live and, and Monty Python when I was seven. I mean, you know. Well, that's because Dan Aykroyd days. That's, that's scary. Our, that parents, our parents didn't give a shit. <laughs> well, if he's in front of the TV, right. he's quiet. Yeah, that's. I turned out okay. Like I was. I remember watching, you know, Predator at nine, and like people's faces exploding, and thinking this was the greatest shit I've ever seen before in my whole life. Yeah. It's funny though, because uh, like when Man of Steel came out, mm-hmm. I went to go see it, and. Afterward, like uh, Mike Powers told me, yeah, I'm taking my daughter to go see it. And she was like maybe 10 or something like at the time that that movie came out. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. It's kind of violent. (laughs) I don't know if it's appropriate for a 10-year-old to see that movie. And I was, when you think about it, it's like, shit, how much kind of stuff did we see when we were kids? Yeah. Or we're 10. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a reason I don't have a relationship with my parents. Well, that's that's. I mean, that's on you. That's completely I, separate from me. I don't think that's, 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 just, that's, that's also like, moon pie related. Yeah, they didn't give me enough moon pies. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm getting rid of this because it's just weird. Every time I look up at the at the uh, the monitor, and I look, man, like Ben. Ben, we think you've had enough moon pies. I'm just lay off me. I'm starving. I'm. Just, <laughs> I'm just worried about you, Ben. I was a very skinny kid. Um, I didn't gain weight. Because they didn't give you moon pies. They didn't give me food. Uh, But uh, Harry Potter. And I lived a little under a Um, under a flight of stairs. No, but uh, when I started working after high school, uh, well, and after I'd gone to college for a couple of years, I started working at the grocery store, 
And that was the first time I consistently had money. And I was at a grocery, because until then I'd worked on the farm and, you know, you just, you, yeah, you have all you want to eat, but you work to get it. And then, you know, at the grocery store, it's like, oh, wait, I have $300 and, <laughs> and I'm in a store full of food. Hoo-hoo. You know, so I was bringing home food like every, we had fresh food every day because it's like, oh, yeah, I don't, you know, it's like, you know, you could probably get like a little fresh vegetables and fresh fruits or whatever every day if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to go to the store every day. Yeah. But when you work at the store. It's like, oh, I mean, just what are we having for dinner tonight? And you literally pick up what you're having for dinner that night at the store. You just take a chicken and fresh. bite its head off and then yeah. fucking yeah. eat it. And then that led to, uh, you know, a significant weight gain. I, I mean, chicken, a, he- chicken heads have a lot of calories in them. I, I, I got up to Not a as lot much chicken. as a moon pie. Well, That's here's the thing head. is I, I, I got up to like 195 pounds. <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God, I'm so fat. I'm 195 pounds. I would randomly shoot a stranger if I could get back to 195 pounds and stay you, there. You can bend through fitness and proper diet, bro. Well, as Jenny taught me, the only fitness I'm doing is fitness pizza in my face. Fitness pizza in your mouth. <laughs> Pies in my stomach. Uh, you know what, though? I can't. I've been working out pretty steadily for about a year. Um, I've lost like 20 pounds since nice. uh, since last year. My cholesterol's way down, which is cool. Yeah. And I'm still waiting because people are like, man, going to the gym is so awesome. I'm still waiting for that experience. Like, I fucking hate it. Like, I hate going. I hate the idea of going. I hate it when I'm there. Like, yep. I, just, I hate everything about it, but I, <laughs> my fear of death keeps me going. But like those people are lying to themselves and to you. Yeah, because I think like, like they're just torturing you to make themselves feel better about themselves. Yeah, I go to the gym and like if I don't, and I will say that if I don't go for like three or four days, I kind of feel it, which is I guess the whole maybe maybe that's a mental thing. Maybe it's because I'm supposed to. But like, yeah, I'm still there's still days where it's like I don't fucking want to do this. My yeah. knees hurt. Like this is the worst shit in the whole world. But I, but I mean, I gotta go because I don't want to die. Like my fear of death is stronger than my fear of going to the gym. We joined, or I joined, Planet Fitness. What two? Planet years? Fitness. Three and a half, three years. Just to get so on yeah. Get on, rock, paying, get on that rocket ship. I've been paying for Planet Fitness for two and a half years. <laughs> and we went for three months maybe mm-hmm. yeah because they make you i think quit i went twice you have to show your face if you yeah. want to quit you have to show your fat yeah. face to quit. It, it, it was just easier just like yeah well now you know and i could make the excuse just like oh yeah but when you know it's past home so like when i come home from work it's past home <laughs> there's there's like work interstate home more road planet fitness so it's it's a third step, and so it's like, oh god, I'm so tired of this bullshit. And there you were you just times, take your stuff with you. Well, no, but then the, here's the thing, though, is that to fuck with me, they they're opening a new location, like near my office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I literally have to drive past it to go home, mm-hmm. and then I drive past it. So now, where before it was kind of out of sight, out of mind, now it's like, well, you're staying you're staying late. Well, one, because you're a schlub and you, you can't wake up in the morning, so you stay late and work. But then, two, when you leave, it's like, ah, oh, there's so much interstate traffic. I Might as well know. just go to the gym. It's 
it like everything in the universe is is like finally like go to the gym it's like no i'm telling you it's like the almighty or the universe or whatever q is like no seriously go to the gym it's not the worst thing in the entire world i mean yeah it sucks and like once i get there and like i'm on the treadmill sometimes i'm like okay this isn't awful but then those are the times where i wish i was like my legs would just fall off and i wouldn't have to do this anymore but i mean like it's it, I mean, I feel better. I, you know, like, I don't know, man, it's, it's not the, I don't, and like I said, I don't want to die. I usually feel better, like maybe like an hour after I go to the gym or something. And like for a couple of days, like you said, like if you go, don't, if you skip it for a couple of days, you feel it. Yeah. But my thing is that like, I am so fucking bored on a treadmill, <laughs> yeah. on a bike, whatever it is, I am bored out of my mind. I don't care whether it's, whether I've got podcasts, whether I've got audiobooks, yeah. there's something on TV, doesn't matter. I'm bored out of my goddamn mind. I used to watch uh, Comedy Bang Bang on my phone when I was young. <laughs> and then people would be like, why is that guy laughing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> because yeah. I think I could get into that. Yeah, I would make a time go by just else. like that. <laughs> okay. When I was in the Navy and, and uh, in the Navy, we would and I'd you be, can't sail like, those seven seas. I'd be at the gym, and then I found out it's like, no, no, you, these people will shut up and leave me alone if I'm on a treadmill naked at a consistent. <laughs> so can wait, and I can watch. Uh, <laughs> And so that turned into my thing. And then even when we were going to Planet Fitness, it's Planet Fitness. <laughs> if uh, and uh, listeners can uh, get a lower cholesterol rate if they join Planet Fitness today. Um, no guarantee of. Wouldn't it be great if Planet house. Fitness was like a pyramid scheme where if you signed other people up, then you don't have to pay anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they take your place in the gym. They oh, cool. Transfer your fees to them. Seems yes. more like the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I would, I mean, and there's sometimes like when my acid reflux would be really bad that I would wake up at like three in the morning and just be like, fuck, I'm, I can either like lay downstairs in upright position or just, so I went to the gym a couple of times and then that was like the best because there's like nobody there at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I just, and you know, there's late night TV or something. So I'd put that on and just be like, okay. I used, I used to go to anytime fitness when I was working at the radio station at like anytime. two o'clock like in the morning. It was the best. I really, yeah, we saw it. you uh, cause uh, when I used to go DJ with Mike, like we saw you walk into the, uh, to anytime fitness one time. Yeah, I would go and it was cool. I really enjoyed it. Cause like I could go anytime. <laughs> Is that when you filmed the uh, the thing with the Hulkster? Yeah, we filmed Randy one. Savage. <laughs> yep, I, we filmed one of those with the Hulkster with the Randy Savage thing. That was super fun. But now I just go like as soon like what I do is I go as soon as I drop the kids off at school. I just drive, and I'm not talking about pooping. I'm talking about actually bringing my children <laughs> to the building where they learn, and then I just go right to the gym, and then like I'll go for like an hour and ten minutes, and I'll listen to podcasts i've listened through like entire playthrough podcasts i've listened to you know all kinds of shit um but i go because i don't want to die the world cup was really great like just watching the world cup games because like you watch a half that's 45 minutes on the treadmill boom you're done mm -hmm. you know now, do you jog on the treadmill or walk 
Um, I do, but like I'll start. Well, like the other day I walked for four minutes and then I would jog for 36. So I did 36 minutes of jogging, bro. And then like two minutes of cool down walking. I try to do like four and a half miles a day or every or four and a half miles every time I go. Just cause. Nice. Yeah. I still, like I said, I still want to die. So I still remember at my previous heaviest, so not this time, but the last time I was somewhat heavy and I was going to the gym. Um, I would walk, we would go to the gym. I'd go walk in and they had, they just started doing the, uh, the ones with the sensors and you put your hands on it. Uh huh. And so it gives you like uh, a five minute warm up, mm. and then it would kick into, you know, okay, now we've measured your, your pulse and whatever, and you're warmed up. Now we'll, uh, it would automatically adjust, you know, it's like, okay, here, you've put your weight and age and all that stuff. And then it builds like, okay, here's your target cardio range that you want to maintain you know, for the entire run. Yeah. As soon as the, uh, the warm up would stop, right. It would immediately start to elevate. So you get that incline. So you get <laughs> well, as soon as it would do that, it would say, you know, place hands on sensors. I'd place my hands on the sensors. It would immediately drop back down and go into cool down mode. Yep. And it was like target heart rate exceeded target heart rate exceeded <laughs> slow down target flashing and beeping. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Okay, so I, I literally would like exceed my target heart rate just by walking from the car. Hey man, I mean, keep but you, you know what? You keep it going, keep trying, keep doing it. Yeah. I a, wrote an I, app. Just walk at work every day. Just go instead of taking like a smoke break or something. There you go. Didn't you do that for a bit? Like you would just go walk around the building? When I first quit smoking, um, I realized that the time that it would take to smoke a cigarette, the exact same amount of time, it's how long it takes to walk around my building. Do it! So in, instead of smoking a cigarette, Do whenever it. I would feel the urge to smoke, I would take that, that lap. There you go. There you go. And our new manager, uh, his policy, you drop the F-bomb, take a lap. And so I've... I've take that. What if you have to go drop a bomb in the toilet? Then do yeah. you have to take a lap after that? Mm -hmm. just, just F-bombs. <laughs> Shit bombs, I'm sure, are fine. Scooby I should start doing that. I I installed the Google Fit app on my phone that like automatically tracks like your activity and steps and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you should get like this many steps per day and like this many minutes of activity and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what the target was, but just the other day, like I looked at it first thing in the morning. It was like, um, how about if we set some more realistic goals for you? No. Because you're not reaching them. I was yeah. like, damn, son. Yeah. Apple Watch does that, and uh, the cool thing with the she Apple Watch is that's that's you don't you don't need to be berated by the Apple Watch. <laughs> no, fuck you, Alexa. Yeah. Try my best. Hey, I will say this though: I just got an Alexa, an Echo for my birthday, which is like a month away. Stephanie bought me one, uh, and I was listening to music, and it does speak Klingon, which is pretty rad. And nice. I got to call it uh, like I changed the setting, so I just call it computer. <laughs> so it's nice. Yeah. yeah, I wish so I could do computer. that with Google. computer. And then I say, and then I would say like, computer, do you speak Klingon? And it speaks Klingon. It was saying like Klingon phrases. I was so happy. Hey Google, do you speak Klingon? I can look like that. <laughs> I 
I don't know if you picked that up. like it's a vagina. It said lock vagina. I heard it. I heard it. Uh-huh. So Google also speaks vagina. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Google. Do you speak- I put vagina in your head. I put vagina in your head. Google, do you speak vagina? <laughs> hey, Google, do you speak vagina? <laughs> she ain't listening to me. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, if you could, if you could uh, teach it to speak like Odo, that would be I awesome. don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. What is happening? Yeah, I don't understand. I found out that you can broadcast to the uh, the Google unit, like from your phone. The Google and, unit. And not, not like, you know, the first thing I did, I would just send my own voice through it to tell the kids to, to go to sleep or something oh. but then i found out that you can actually just type like hit broadcast and then type a message and then she will say what you're saying oh. it, it bleeps profanity scare but... the shit out of people so yeah so like the summer the kids came over several oh, times i still had to work so they'd be home playing video games and then i would start having conversations <laughs> with them via the, like your dad is so lame he should be home today and hang out with you guys doing all this cool stuff on video games and then I'd see, like, you know, their responses because they would say, hey, Google, yeah, you're right. He should be home. And, like, <laughs> that all you're going to do is play on video games all day? Maybe wash a dish or something. Your dad would really appreciate that, huh? If you keep doing that, you'll go blind. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake them up sometimes. And just, I don't understand. Why aren't you awake? Why aren't you? And I just keep sending every five minutes, why aren't you awake? Until I would see the, hey, Google, I'm awake. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm scared that she's listening to me. She probably is. I mean, I don't care. I don't have anything important to say. And the only reason why I really got one is because, like, my daughter has, like, this old clock radio. Like, it's an iPod, like a first-generation iPod clock radio. Um, But it has, like, a, a cord in the back that you can plug in. And I would just take it out of her room and bring it into the kitchen and, like, listen to talk sport throughout the day so I could do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only reason why I asked for one was so I would have to stop lugging around her equipment so I could just listen to talk sport. Oh, really? That's a bummer. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw that in there. I don't understand. My old dog peed on her bed. Oh. Uh, He's old. Did he, did he get it's like an old uh, Dork Trek episode with Stephanie making a, a oh, rare appearance. Mm-hmm. Yep, she just passed through. And I got, but you know what that means? It means I got to do work at 10 o'clock. I got to do some laundry at 10 o'clock at night, brother. I don't stay at home. Stay at home. Dad's work is never done. Nah, son. (laughs) Yep, that's how it goes, though. But it's cool. I'm digging it. And at least you don't have downstairs neighbors. So it's true. I don't understand. Because when I do laundry at 10 o'clock at night, I get that stink eye the next day. What you doing, sucker? Well, no, because when my my washer drains, I have to plug it to the sink. Mm-hmm. It pours right on their face. <laughs> really got to get a better apartment building. Yeah, it occasionally floods there. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, at least mine only floods out into my own kitchen. Yeah. So there's that. Because <laughs> I mean, that, well, that was the thing is uh, talking about early days of recording. We used to, uh, record some of the episodes at my old apartment, which mm-hmm. is a sex place here. Fame, same uh complex as this apartment mm-hmm. just and over there i was downstairs and then i would have the uh people who would uh 
So you're being a courteous neighbor and not doing the same thing to them as what my the other old neighbors used to do to you. Yeah, but I'm also though. It's like you know, let's say let's be fucking reasonable, okay? Because uh, you know, it's Sunday afternoon. I mean, I have to do fucking laundry sometime. So if I mm -hmm. do it, you know, between ten and 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 say seven p.m. on Sundays, mm -hmm. you can't really fucking complain about that. No, no. But yet they still do. Well, they don't really complain. Just the whole like. They get a new apartment. Notice you're doing laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed immigration sure. came by the other day. Be a shame if they had a reason to stop by here. God damn. What? I can't even make a joke now because you just exactly. ruined, it. Yeah. ruined it for everyone. That's right. I'm going to become a Republican. Well, I'm done with the show. I uh, <laughs> give this one five stars. <laughs> I, I'm going to convert and be a Southern Baptist and I'm going to, going to start going to church every Sunday, vote Republican. So this podcast basically is responsible for me doing mouthy broadcast. Mm -hmm. So if you can, if you, if you've listened to the show, now, you know, you welcome can world, you can blame <laughs> Bob and Manny for this, for that also, because basically I was just like, Oh, well, these like regular, regular ass people can do a podcast. Like you don't have to have like an IT degree or something. Cool. I can do that. Broadcast is great. It's all right. <laughs> it's a little mouthy. Just, did you see our live show yesterday? Or a couple days ago, whatever the hell it was. I, I saw that you did a live show. Mm -hmm. Because I only check Facebook periodically. So mm -hmm. I'm not on, uh, I don't get notifications or anything like that. So About sex. We're, gonna be, we're probably going to start doing that more often. What? Yeah. Our mouthy broadcast live show. Yeah, I was watching that last night. It was cool. I think we're going to do it like every other week, every that's, other Tuesday. That's super fun. Because really, we don't have that much to say. So if we just do like <laughs> an hour every other week, I think we're good. That's awesome. But it was a lot of fun. And I'll try to make it less uh, amateur next time. <laughs> are you recording those and you're going to release it as an audio podcast too? Or Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we're still going to do that. Because I'm sure there's people that just want to download it and you know get it as a regular podcast. Listen um, to I listen at work. There you go. Bob so hopefully, hopefully it still will convert over to audio podcast. There won't be too many stupid visual gags, shit like that. I mean, we do that anyway like without podcast. even. Because <laughs> say we do that anyway, even without the the video, because the video is just normally for Patreons. So I guess fuck the Patreons. I don't get anything bonus anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because then you run into that weird thing like what do you want to say for the patreons what i started doing was with the door trek stuff like i'll post the video and then like a year later i'll start posting the episodes from the previous year or whatever so then like at least the patreons can say they got like access a year early yeah yeah, yeah we'll figure something out it might actually be like a like a bonus secret show or something for patreons that doesn't even go out to uh the unwashes we've got like 10 patreons or something so hey do whatever i mean fuck it's better than nothing yeah you know yeah. so if between mouthy broadcast and dork trek we get 50 patreon subscribers 
We'll do a Law and Order episode. Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. What about like Gary? I think he's a supporter of both. Does he That's count that. for both? Yeah. <laughs> does does his check clear on both? Yeah. You have to balance. say that one person can't be uh, more than one patron. You know, yeah, I love address, sure. right? Basically, so. Yeah, I, I love email addresses. I love our Patreon supporters. I wish we could do more for them. And like, there were points that kept me from from doing the Patreon because I wanted to do more. Like, we were talking about doing like a web comic at one point, and like, just all this other stuff that just never really materialized. But so whatever. We're, we're a great idea factory. We are. Just oh. uh, we need to hire some implementers. <laughs> You know, we need a, we need a, a fulfillment center. A fu- yes, exactly. A, fulfill- a fulfillment center. Yes. I mean, but we're still playing the Door Trek, uh, Door Trek Adventures, and that's pretty cool. We've played at mm-hmm. least, I've, I want to say, if I look at my notes, because um, like I keep, six. I keep no, no, we've played more than six times here. Hang on, let me look. Uh, I want to say the next time we play will be our ninth time playing. What? Wow. Yeah. And like we kind of still kind of almost know what we're doing. Um, we have me. We speak have, for yourself, man. <laughs> we have played. Yeah, we did that. We just finished game eight. Wow. Yeah. So well, the first, what, did you? Are you counting the setup episode as game zero? No, I'm not. Oh yes, I am. No, okay. So that would be nine. We played nine games. That's not bad. I mean, shit, man. I mean. It's very rare for pod for dick games to go that long. I'm pretty excited, and I really enjoy it's playing more than Paradigm Shift. I think, right? Yeah, it's more than Paradigm Shift, and I really enjoy playing with you guys. I think you're great players, and it's super fun, and we get to hang out, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, like I, it's just ridiculous and fun, and like I don't feel pressured to necessarily do great <laughs> as is evidenced by my playing <laughs> Dude, you guys are awesome like i i love it like I, think- I i would be less comfortable if we had like someone from outside of our group playing because mm-hmm. since it's the four of us it's like the, the pressure isn't there yeah like we know, we know when to fuck around and when to like yeah actually try to play yeah and like if you fuck up you guys aren't gonna like you know kick me out of the team or something right we need you on the team, Ben. Yeah. You know, it won't be like, Mom, you're not part of the family anymore, boy, till you get that <laughs> out. So, you're a, you're a very valuable player, and and you're you play a great uh, a great Vulcan too. You're Vulcan, so. solid. He's a sex machine. Yeah, I just got to figure out, and this is one thing that I'm trying to figure out in the game, like. What happens if you make rank and how do you make rank? Like, because right now you're just ensigns and you're yeah. doing pr- and you're doing pretty well. And if you There's can really get- not experience points, is there? No, not no, that's what I'm saying. There's not, but I mean, like, I mean, I think that once you guys do enough missions and you do enough cool shit, you should be able to like make a rank, right? Like, well, yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is like, according to data, you know, in Starfleet. You take like four years as an ensign before you even make the you know, lieutenant. Yeah, but you know what? Though to be fair, Data ain't doing the shit that you guys are doing right now, man. You guys are out there in the shit, like doing <laughs> secret missions, bro. Like Data's just sitting on a bridge pushing some fucking buttons. Like you guys are you out there. Like I mean, Jordy, how fast did Jordy get promoted? Because he was lieutenant junior grade when 
the first season. What are you saying, De- what are you saying, Dennis? What are you saying? You're saying that's some I'm saying like if Ben's saying you have to be an answer for say- four years in Well Jay was talking about averages. So yeah. what are you saying? Are you what are you saying? We don't know how long he was a lieutenant. What are you saying, Dennis? Huh? What are you it's saying? Jordy's awesome. That's what you better be saying. You better not be saying some other shit, Dennis, Republican Dennis. <laughs> oh man. Jesus. Jordy only got promoted, man, because they got a quota. <laughs> what? Face quotas, man. That's what it was. That's why Argyle got. Who got promoted in that show? Him and Worf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, man. That's why Argyle got kicked off the ship because he's like, man, fuck that dude. That's a goddamn quota hire. You know, Picard, get me the hell out of here, man. I'm going back. Picard, to Riker, Crusher. They never got promoted. Nope. Uh, well, where can Picard really go at that point, though? Just yeah, like- he, I mean. Could have, he could have been an admiral, but he's probably like Kirk and just turning it down just so he could stay in the Enterprise. Just like how Riker kept turning down commands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, he, I mean, Kirk literally told him, "Don't you know? Don't ever let them promote you." Okay, shut up, old man. Yeah, but that was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. I'm awesome. Get out of uh, my face with that crazy stuff. See, Shorty <laughs> was born February sixteenth, twenty three thirty five, in Mogadishu. <laughs> of course <laughs> Somalia yeah did they just like spin a globe around and let their figure land on it what's the no, black they were like they said hmm, what's the blackest place we can think of <laughs> well I mean Ahura was born in the Mogadishu. United States of Africa so yeah. you know of course so I can't sure. How come she just, more from Africa? How come she just because they sent them all back? Trump sent them like, all we're back working, we're working on it right now <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying we're getting closer than you think <laughs> Um, all the Asian people are from the Asian Federation. Yeah. They're from the Asian, which sounds like so, a really shitty tag team. By the time we <laughs> see Jordy in the uh, first episode of TNG, which would have been around 2363, 2364, so 2363-ish, um, he, what was it? He was at Starfleet Academy 2353 to 57. So maybe six years out of the academy, he was still a uh, lieutenant junior grade. Bang. So. Rough, man. Yeah, but then, uh, then he got a promotion, and our guy went apeshit, saying it was a qu- he's a quota. It's a quota promotion. They had to kick him off the Enterprise. Like, hell no, man. I'm going back to the USS Robert E. Lee. He just hated the <laughs> Jefferson tubes. Yeah, that was, a, that was the thing. Our guy was not a racist. He. He's a good old boy up there in them uh, Jefferson's tubes making his, uh, his home down. Yeah, but I think Jordy got my steel going up there. Jordy getting his promotion I think, set him off. I think Argyle might be more responsible than anybody for the turn that our podcast took. <laughs> well, I mean, he was just kind of there. He looked like some crazy redneck. We started like actually trying to legitimately review the episodes yeah it was hard yeah that was hard but it was hard to fight our uh, our own our like baser inclination yes the dark side kept calling us yeah and that argyle converted us all the way well that one guy there was one guy who made an anal sex joke like the fourth episode in i was like all right this is what we're doing now like yeah. <laughs> here we go and he that guy never came back like he just let it all out and then i thought you you didn't invite him back because he made the butt sex well, joke. i didn't invite him back because like i was in the early episodes in the beginning you're still trying to find your rhythm you're mm-hmm. still trying to find the people that work with you you know well i remember it was going to be uh like what? a rotating cast yeah gene mm-hmm. and i were just like you know and the rest 
Well, it was it was Bob and Manny were the main Delay. cast, and everybody yes. else was supposed to rotate in with uh, yeah. like the Hulkster and Anton, and mm-hmm. then whoever else. And you and Ben and Jenny, yeah. But then like we just kind of said, and you get, I mean, we just kind of settled into a good rhythm. And you know, to be fair, you guys just kept showing up. And I, I, still, I still remember those sharing. What the them. hell else am I doing? Yeah, that's. But I mean, but it was great though. You guys kept showing up, and like. We just kept talking and it just, it, the rapport built and everybody had fun. And so we just kept going with it, you know? And then, then at some point it's like, well, why, why mess up a good thing? You know? And then Ben left for a little while and Jenny left for a little while. And then Manny, I don't even know where he is, but I mean, whatever, you know, it's, everybody's kind of come back and we've had a wonderful time and it's been a great show and it's been a real, Manny will be back. It'll be, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of, you know? The Hulkster's upstairs. I can bring him on for a minute. What's he doing upstairs? Up, what's he doing up there? <laughs> They're recording Wrestle Pals right now. It's podcast oh. night around here. <laughs> Why does so like so? Is your house the new recording studio? Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> but doesn't he live like out in like Yorktown, which is like an hour away or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he move to Yorktown? Yeah, he's been in Yorktown for a bit. Probably should give away his location or whatever. He does. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> he's actually at the Victory Center. He, 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 yeah, he, he lives behind one of the cannons. Yeah, they have Does that. He dress up like a, like Lord Cornwallis. <laughs> <laughs> I surrender. I hear he beats up on redcoats. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he I does. Heard. Yep. <laughs> As the Hulkster. Yes. As the Hulkster in in like. Like they have, uh, they have the troops lined up for a reenactment. You know, they're all dressed up and everything. Next thing you know, the Hulkster breaks ranks from the Union side or from the, <laughs> the colonist side. It just runs across the field and it starts kicking ass. I can't do this, dude. Well, for those of you who don't know, the Hulkster is a guy who used to listen to our radio show way, way back in the day. And he would call up the radio show and do like a really bad Hulk Hogan impersonation. So we just started calling him the Hulkster and he would call all the time. Uh, it got to a point where he was going out to like station events that we would do dressed up as Hulk Hogan, but like he would just wear like a shitty wig and like the mighty tight sweatpants. Just like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he would wear like a really <laughs> shitty wig and like mighty tight sweatpants and like and so like Santa, and Santa Claus boots. <laughs> like he would just show up and do Hulk Hogan <laughs> stuff. And then <laughs> and it was so much fun and like then we. One night we were out at a piano bar and we lived in, we all live in Norfolk, Virginia. We were all from that area. And the British, the British Navy came to town and they would come to town like twice a year and they get really drunk and really homoerotic. And like, yeah, wait, what is this? They do. The the British Navy is the gayest Navy in the entire world. And like, it's, I've seen it with my own eyes. Like they get really drunk and they get really, really gay. Like, so much so, like, I've seen, like, drunken British, like, Navy Sounds amazing. Soldiers. This is, like, my idea of heaven. <laughs> I see, like, British sailors getting shit-faced and, like, doing, you know those jello shots that would come together and, like, you'd have to blow them into each other's mouths? What? I would no. get, I would see, like, Navy, I would see British Navy guys, like, doing jello shots like that with each other, and then they would just start kissing. Like, Is that where two men kissing came from? <laughs> like, I don't, I guess, I don't really remember. But Hulkster, Hulkster one night was dressed up as Hulk Hogan. But they're really not gay. Two guys kissing, but they're really not gay. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, Hulk Hogan, uh, our Hulkster got so drunk one night and got into a fight with a bunch of British soldiers and they were all really drunk, but it was the slowest motion fight you've ever seen. And like, it was all, it was all like weirdly, it was all like weirdly choreographed and no one was really hurt, but like Hulk, the Hulkster lost his shirt and he's just walking around this bar with no shirt on. I can't imagine Justin fighting anybody. It was, it was the honest thing I've ever seen. It wasn't a fight. Like, it's like they were all kind of play fighting. You know when you play fight as a kid, but sometimes play. it gets Four like, yeah. it may get out of hand and somebody kind of gets upset and then like, yeah. like that's kind of what it was like, but it was in super drunken slow motion. It was <laughs> maybe, may, I mean, I think Ginny's onto something. Maybe the Brits thought this was foreplay. This was like, oh, okay. Right then, mate, we're going to take our phone calls and get the lips in, right? <laughs> I've never, I've never been harder than him right now with your top bottom top sweatpants. Come on over here and sit on my face. <laughs> but yeah, the British, and I'm not just stereotyping here that we may have British listeners, but my experience with the British Royal Navy is they are the gayest motherfuckers in the whole wide world. But they're just gay. And like, I don't know if they're gay all the time, but when they're underway, they are underway. <laughs> like, it's, it's really fun to watch. Uh, we'd always try to find the british like the royal air force guys because they always they would deploy like with pallets of beer (laughs) (laughs) that was an official official unit of you know uh, equipment that they had to bring on on a deployment was the pallet of beer when i deployed with the australians um i would do uh i I had to work in in the comms center there and do the flight following and uh for the U.S. guys, it was like, okay, make sure, you know, the, the mission briefs are out. Make sure this is ready. Make sure, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now make sure the debriefs are ready. Make sure the, you know, the, make sure they polish the table so, you know, it looks nice when we get back. Blah. There's all this bullshit. The Australians, he's like, all right, yeah, um, go over to the barracks. Knock on the warrant officer's door. He's going to have a cooler of a beer. Bring that back. And uh, just make sure it's it's iced down pretty good when we get here. That's funny. And it's like, yeah. That's I mean, like, do you need do you, do you think printed out? Do you need anything? No, just make sure the beer's here and iced down. Yeah, I was I was with the Australian Air Force in Guam, and uh, they call cans of beer stubbies, uh-huh. <laughs> and the koozies are called stubby holders. <laughs> so well, you how know, you drinking that beer without the stubby holder. That makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I, uh, Can I just join the Australian military? Just I just I don't want to they, join the American military. Cool. The yeah. We were coming back from I, I was the once it was Passover, so I was like the the one sober guy because I couldn't have beer or anything. And um so I was then taking you know, automatically the designated driver. Good for you. Drive our guys around. And we were coming out of a uh, house of ill repute. And, what? Um, <laughs> Whore house. And um, steam cream. There was a uh, gentleman who um, had, uh, I guess, a little too much to drink and had found himself in the gutter. And people were just <laughs> going past him, you know. And it's like, he's at least he needs to be off the street, you know, like on the sidewalk or something. So he's not going to get run over by one of these taxis. <laughs> so I, you know, being good natured Ben, go down and, and help the guy out. And, uh, push, 
he's like totally drunk. And as soon as he started his, his talking, he was you know, obviously Australian. And some other Australians came by, recognized him and took him off my hands and thanked me for uh, helping him out. Come to find out he was the warrant officer that I was going to be supporting. And uh, he just had a bad night. And suddenly I've got, you know, my BFF. Great night. <laughs> and, you know, my BFF, the warrant officer from, you know, for the rest of that uh, 60 days I was in Guam. And it was just like, this is awesome. That's cool. Look, see, being a good person. It paid it, off. It paid off. And I think that's a good way to end this, this episode of Dork Trek, the 300 episode. Being a good person pays off. Yeah, we, if anybody, if you've learned anything from us, yes, that's what you should. It's being a good <laughs> I think that's, that's the moral of three hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, you know what? Maybe at the end of four hundred episodes, the moral will be something different. But right now, it's all about being a good person because laughter is the best medicine, and uh, and we love you guys. Thank you so much. So, so much Thank listening. you. Um, we'll be back for three hundred more episodes. Right? Like how many episodes? We have many episodes left? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Voyager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's seven seasons of Voyager. Sounds like a hundred What is it? 140 76. something? 170, oh, 176 oh episodes of Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just making a guess. I'll look. Hang on. Good. I'll find out. It's got but, um, and then you've got four right? seasons of, uh, what is it? Enterprise. Enterprise. Isn't there five seasons? No, four. No, four. Oh. Okay. It would have been cool if we got, there were some great things coming in fifth season. Um, um, there's 172 episodes of Voyager. Okay. And then there's... Um, Get that wheel ready. <laughs> <laughs> that, I that saw means, there was an episode of Voyager on the other day. It was like uh, Chakotay was uh, like having a fever dream or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's plausible. There was another one where... The doctor was like, there's this little girl that the doctor's like teaching about stuff and she goes in a hollow deck and there's a water person and a tree person. <laughs> and then a fire person burns down the forest or something. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Voyager <laughs> sucks, dude. I'm telling you, Voyager's and what, and what they learned was that uh, helping people pays off. Voyager uh, sucks, man. Like, I'm telling you, when I saw that episode about the fucking hologram, the holographic doctor's holographic family in the holodeck, I'm like, what am I watching here? Like, what is this? <laughs> All just bending of light. Like, I'm watching, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And the episode where he's an opera singer, that's the dumbest shit I've ever, I mean, that is, I mean, <laughs> just garbage, son. Just yeah. garbage. Like it might um, almost be worth it. Like if, if we do actually watch episodes and not do the wheel every time, like to, we have to watch it right before we record. So the emotions <laughs> are wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, that episode where uh, the, the doctor was an opera singer, that's not like season one. We're trying to get our sea legs here. That shit's yeah. season six, son. That's season six. They're doing season six episodes about a fucking computer. So they've run out of ideas. Well, no, but he, he became his- He never own. had any to begin with. He, the tracks on the No, his, he, he had to grow as a character. I mean, there's some very touching episodes about that. I mean, there, there's one where- All right, man, you can watch those episodes then. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one episode where he wants to be sentient like Data? <laughs> he is sentient is the thing. I mean- but we run into the issue that um, Ben, I'm losing you, buddy. Ben, your volume's going, buddy. I'm losing it. I don't know. What's, I don't know. What's, I don't know. What's happening. 
<laughs> Ben's, we lost him. We lost him. I don't know. <laughs> when the uh, uh, your your audio is going in and out, Ben. Must be know. going through a tunnel or something. Yeah, he's a tunnel. A tunnel of moon pots. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that this week's episode was brought to you by uh, Moon Pies. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you've downloaded one episode or you've downloaded every one of them, thank you for listening. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>